We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's June 30th, it is 2023. We have a 12-game baseball slate to talk about here on the last day of June. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Rolling. Uh, I must say, it's been a very good baseball week for me. Um especially across the pick'em sites. So I I I I'm just super grateful, man. It's, it's been a really 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 good week and uh hopefully I've been able to uh, help some people parlay that into some success in, all across the industry and um so I'm definitely pumped about about this late. Yeah, I mean, I stacked against Bassett on Thursday, so I got absolutely crushed. Um, and I stacked against Domingo Herman on Wednesday and got absolutely crushed. Uh, so that's what happens, right? Especially like yeah. on a, a four-game slate, 30% owned pitcher, you stack against him, and he has the best game of the season for himself. So um, you move on to the next slate, and I'll, I'll be honest, next time Herman and Bassett pitch, if assuming that you know, they'll be in tough matchups or whatever. Um, I'll probably stack against them again. You know, that's baseball and the variance is great. And um, you just got to accept it and move on. Right. At the end of the day. So oh, yeah, trust the process, as Derek says in YouTube chat. What's up, YouTube? Hope you're all having a fantastic Thursday night. Let's uh, let's get into it and have some fun here. We got 12 games. Lots to talk about. Uh, we'll leave the weather to Kevin Roth but it doesn't look like it's going to be too crazy here on the slate. Minnesota at Baltimore, eight and a half total pick'em game, Lopez and Kramer. Any interest here in Pablo Lopez against Baltimore? I don't hate Pablo today. Uh, Pablo's been pretty good overall this season. It's been a guy that's been able to get the strikeouts. Um, you know, if he can limit the run damage, I think this is a good spot for him. So at 9,900 on DraftKings, I, I'm in with Pablo. I, I, I think this is a, a good a good enough spot for him for us to take some shots. 
Yeah, I think the price is the only thing that concerns me a little bit. Um, I wish he was a little bit cheaper in this spot because I mean Baltimore is a good offense. Um, they're a top ten team in baseball against trying to pitching. They're above average offense, so wish he was a little bit cheaper in this one. I do like the Baltimore ballpark. Um, I just I don't know if I get to Lopez, but his strikeout ability has you know kind of bumped up here recently. And I mean, there are strikeouts in this lineup, so I don't hate it. Um, let's talk Dean Kramer on the other side of this game. Any interest in Kramer going up against Minnesota? Uh, yes, I, I've been targeting Minnesota all season. He's 8,100. I think he will pick up some strikeouts. Once again, another guy that will need to limit some run damage, but if I can get anywhere between 20 to 25 points from Kramer today, I think I'll take it. So I am, I'm in on Dean Kramer. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, big yawn. Sorry. Yeah, I, I like the spot for Kramer. Minnesota's a team that strikes out a ton against right-handed pitching. He's sitting at a 21% K rate, 10% swinging strike rate on the season. Um, my His biggest can, like biggest thing is like home runs. He's been giving up um, a bunch of home runs here recently and this season in general. So if he keeps the ball in the ballpark against Minnesota in this lineup, um, I, I could definitely see him having – a good start here. 27% K is one of the highest strikeout rates in baseball. The highest strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. So um, I like Kramer. It's a good spot. If I'm not playing Kramer on teams, I'm targeting power. You know, where he has struggled has been home runs. So a Buxton, um, a Gallo, a Correa. I'm targeting the Minnesota power bats here. Yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. Um, definitely with Kramer, I think. Um, like you talked about the one-offs, the Buxtons, the Koreas. Um, I don't I don't hate some of these these lefties either. Like like Kirillov, I think, has got a little bit of pop. I don't I don't hate that. Um, but it's it's definitely one-off season. Um a little bit of Gallo at 3,500. Like I think he's probably a good one-off today, strikeout or a bomb. So, you know, guys like that, I I definitely think it's one-off season for, for Minnesota. Man, another big yawn. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I just, again, I want to target the power. I could see using a, a three-man stack here. I wouldn't have anything more than like a three-man stack. And then the Baltimore side of things, they're they're kind of priced up. Um, after a really slow start to the season, Henderson's been a lot better here recently. Any interest in the Baltimore bats here? Um, I feel like they're kind of one-off too. I, I, don't, I don't feel like Pablo's going to get shelled today. He probably gives up some. You did mention Henderson, who, like you said, he's he's really been been kind of on one. Uh, I I don't I don't ever hate Cedric Mullins. Um, I, I think Mullins and and uh, Henderson would probably be be my guys today, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean Lopez is not a guy that goes out and gives up a ton of home runs. Um, he he usually typically limits the damage. I would prefer a left-handed bat. His strikeout rate is, you know, 25% compared to 34% against righties. So, like, if I was going to play bats for Baltimore, it would be the um, left-handed bats here. Oh, yeah. Um, Chief, Stevie, what's up? What's up with the Rockies-Dodgers game? I have no idea. Um, I stopped watching baseball after Bassett struck out, like, 15. I don't even know how many he struck out, but I stopped watching baseball. <laughs> Um, 
I mean, listen, I will take the L. I was way wrong. Um, way wrong. But I'm pretty sure that we're good to go. First pitch was just a few minutes ago, I think so. So, um, but yeah, listen, at the end of the day, I am never, um, I am, I'm a man of the people and I will always take my L's when I was wrong. And I was way, way wrong on Chris Bassett yesterday. Milwaukee at Pittsburgh, eight and a half total. Brewers, a 150 favorite. Peralta and Bido facing off against each other. Bido. Um, any interest here in Freddie Peralta at 9,700 in Pittsburgh? This is a tough one for me, Stevie. I think my answer is no today. And, and, and look, I, I, I think Freddie could go out and have an okay game. Um, but I, I don't like Freddie as much as, as, um, as Lopez today. So I, Freddie's strikeout numbers haven't been elite this season like we're used to. Pittsburgh actually is not striking out as much as you think. I I, I think I'm going to be fine with the fade today. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I, I, listen, I, I'm the reason Stevie's you, Stevie's getting caught with the yawns. I got to I got to stretch my analysis just a little bit further <laughs> to get him through. My bad. I, the uh, co-host is, is slipping up here. I'm off my game. I need some like tea or something, man. I, it's been a long, <laughs> long day. Uh, a lot yeah. of NASCAR stuff today. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, so for me on, on Freddie Peralta, I, real, I want him against like right-handed dominant lineups. His strikeout rate goes way up. His do, his ground ball rate goes up. Swinging strike rate goes up. So my problem with Peralta, I mean, I love the ballpark shift going from Milwaukee to Pittsburgh. My problem is if this lineup rolls out four or five lefties, I'm struggling. If it's Swazinski, Santana, Bay, now we're, we're talking a little bit more. So I think you're really going to be kind of focused on what type of lineup here you're going to get for Peralta. Uh, because if it's only like two or three lefties, I think that's a much better spot for Peralta. Last 30 days, he's at almost a 15% swinging strike rate against right-handed hitters. So still the strikeout stuff is there against righties. So you really want Peralta against right-handed dominant lineup. So check and see what type of lineup we're getting here for Peralta. Um, if he does get a really right-handed heavy lineup, maybe he can take some shots. Osvaldo Bido, any interest in Bido against this Milwaukee team? I don't think I'm going to do it, Stevie. 7,800. He has been able to pick up strikeouts. Milwaukee does strike out some. Um, I think he will get some strikeouts. I also think he's going to give up some runs. And, um, man, I just feel like, I feel like it's time for me to hop off the train. Like, I, I've, I've used him some. I just, I think, I don't feel like today's the day for me. So, priced up a little bit more than he was the last start. I think I'm going to fade. I kind of like him. Um, this is I more, do. Yeah, but... like large field, large field tournament stuff, right? So, I watched him pitch against Miami. I was flipping through channels, and I live in Florida, so like I'll come across Miami game every once in a while. Um, and I was watching, dude throws junk. Like, he doesn't throw a lot of straight stuff. Like, even his fastball that he's using has movement. He throws his slider a ton. He throws a sinker. He just throws junk. 7,800 against a team that's kind of lacking power, that strikes out a lot against right-handed pitching. So, I kind of like this spot for him as, hey, I'm going to pay up for an SP1. I need to come down into this lower tier pass, like, 
the guys we talked about, right? Lopez, Peralta. Um, now I'm getting down in this like under 8K range. So, I mean, you look at this, I think a lot of people are going to be potentially looking at Sorica um, going up against Miami. And we'll talk about him when we get there. There's not a ton of options in this range today as far as cheap pitching under 8K. So um, I'm just saying for me, I think he's playable today. I think that him and Kramer kind of in the same price range, like they're both kind of equal to me. Um, I think we have some interesting pitching today. And I think that uh, Bido is, is interesting um, today for sure. So that's where I'm at on him. I, I think that he's playable. The matchup's good. The ballpark's good. He throws junk. I love junk ball guys, man. Um, I could see him getting 20 plus fantasy points in this game. He had a big swinging strike rate in AAA this season too. It's not like he's coming up here and he's not flashing strikeout stuff. Um, he has a 25% K rate through his first three games. Super unlucky so far, by the way, too. 370 BABIP in those three games. All right. Um, Will, let's talk bats. Anything jumping off the page to you here from Milwaukee? Um, I, I don't ever mind, you know, a little bit of Roddy Telez, you know, when he's going to face a righty and He's he's thirty seven hundred, um, but I'm not rushing to stack this team. Yelich has come down in price a little bit, but I, I think Telez is probably my my ultimate one off in this spot. Yeah, I don't have again like I don't have a ton of interest. Um, Milwaukee has been struggling. Maybe a little mini stack if you don't ex- expect Bido to keep continue to pitch well. Um, Pittsburgh side of things. Reynolds should be back from this game. Um, for what it's worth, he's he's expected to be back first time eligible. So that strengthens the lineup a little bit here against Peralta. He would, I mean, I don't think he is like the worst play. Swinzinski at 3,300. We know he has some pop. Peralta definitely struggles a little bit more with left-handed bats. Not stacking Pittsburgh, but either of those lefties, I don't mind taking some shots on. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And I, I will mention this in terms of Osvaldo. Um, I do. I, he's he is going to be a guy that I look at in the pick'em streets. Like if he's at four and a half, I'm probably going to go over that number. My assumption is he comes in at five and a half on the books, maybe at five on the on the the sites. But we'll see. Um, but that's what I am going to keep my eye on. Been targeting Milwaukee all week. All right, we got Boston at Toronto. Nine total in this game. Barrios and Paxton, the Blue Jays, a 135 favorite. Let's start with Paxton. He's 10,003. Finally got touched up a little bit last time out. Um, he only threw 60 pitches. It was a – I don't even remember exactly what it was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see with the knee soreness and whether or not, like, Everything I've read is like it was just knee soreness. So, um, any interest in Paxton at ten three, knowing that like a knee issue is is potentially there? I don't think I can do it. He's very expensive, and Toronto is not going to strike out a ton. They'll they'll strike out in a couple spots, but like overall, I don't think this is a. I could be wrong, Stevie. Like because they do have some strikeouts, but. I just don't feel like this is the strikeout upside matchup for him. And at that price, I, I think I'm going to take the fade. 
So I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this, right? Like if you're playing large field tournaments, you're running 150 teams. If you're playing a 20 entry max team, I think this is viable as well. I'll just say this. Paxton is a huge reverse splits guy. Um he his strikeout rate this season is 35% to righties and 20% to lefties. Um so when you think of the Blue Jays lineup, they're a very right-handed heavy offense. Um that could even get more platoony facing a lefty. So I don't think it's the craziest thing here. I think the strikeout upside is actually pretty solid. Um, even though the, this team doesn't strike out a ton, they they have one of the lowest strikeout rates in baseball against left-handed pitching, yada, yada, yada. Um, I just – Paxton's strikeout stuff has been fire this season. Oh, absolutely. And he just, he's really good at striking out right-handed hitters. So um, just – just throwing that out there, you know, he uses like a cutter, curve, fastball, changeup mix, and it's working for him against right-handed hitters this year. So, um, any interest in Barrios going up against the Red Sox? No. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I have no interest in Barrios going against the Red Sox. Um, Will saw me yawning again. Um, <laughs> man, I am I'm on the struggle bus right now. I have work to do after the podcast today too. Um, Barrios is expensive. He is a I'd probably put him as an above average pitcher um, just in general. Tough matchup against the Red Sox. Their strikeouts are still pretty far down right now. Um, not a ton of interest in Barrios at 9,500 for me. I just don't know if he has the ceiling as some of the guys in this range. Like even Paxton, $800 more in a tough matchup as well. I think he has, um, yeah. you know, just more ceiling. But it, it, can I say one other thing for yeah. that? Like for me, I'm absolutely going to take Pablo over him today at his price. And then believe it or not, I'll go down to Kramer before I play Barrios today. Because of Kramer's matchup with Minnesota. Like, that's just kind of where I feel like he is, you know? No, yeah, for sure. Uh, any interest in the Boston Bats here? Uh, maybe some one-off, Stevie. So, right now, man, I'm just kind of in one-off mode. Um, so, obviously, I don't hate Devers. Uh, I don't hate Yoshida. Um, I, you know, th these lefties, I don't, I don't hate them at all. Um, Turner's prices come up now. Like I, I, I was enjoying getting turned like thirty seven hundred, but those days are over for now. But I think some of those those lefties are for sure in play for me. I mean, for me, I I want this game to end like four three with no home runs, either pitcher getting there. Um, 
I'll play I'll play a little bit of Paxton. I don't really have a ton of interest in the Red Sox bats. I don't really have a ton of interest in the Toronto bats because like they haven't been striking out a ton against left-handed pitching, but like the power has been kind of limited too. Bichette Chapman would be my two favorites here. They they've been the guys like Bichette's having a phenomenal year against left-handed pitching. So uh those would be the two guys I'd be looking at here. They're both kind of priced up though. Yep. I like it. All right, San Francisco at New York. Oh, yes. Um, nine total, pick em game. Cobb Carrasco facing off against each other. Um, start here with Cobb, 8,600 going up against the Mets, coming off of the IL. Uh, his rehab start, he had nine strikeouts in three and two-thirds. And, I mean, he's been out since uh, – it was only like a couple weeks. Yeah, so. about two weeks. About two weeks. So, any interest in Cobb here? I don't think I'm going to play him today, Stevie. Um, man, the Mets haven't done anything, but they've still been able to mostly limit strikeouts. And, and Cobb has been okay this season. Um, I I think he'll just be okay. I think he'll have a block performance. And so for me, I, I'm just I'm going to leave him on the shelf. Price tag is intriguing a little bit. Um, there, if they continue to roll this lineup out um, that they have used, I think Wednesday and Thursday. Um, there's more strikeouts in this lineup right now. So really McNeil is the contact guy, but there's a lot more strikeouts with like Alvarez, Batty, Vogelbach, Pham, um, Lindor strikes out, Nimmo strikes out. So I want to see what the lineup looks like, but I think Cobb's price is intriguing um, just overall in this slate. Cause I mean, you know, obviously we talked about Paxton McClanahan is someone we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Uh, we'll talk about the Millers, but like, you don't necessarily have to go up all the way to the top for both SP2 and SP1 today. Uh, other side of this game, any interest in Carrasco here going up against the Giants? Um, no. The, yeah, Giants... It. No. <laughs> the, Gi- the Giants have been striking out, but I, Carrasco's uh, he's just not been good. I'm not playing Carrasco. Stevie, what happened to San Francisco rocking Bassett today? Um, I've already taken that L like three times. Um, Bassett had a great game. San Francisco stunk. I was wrong. Um, I don't have a ton of interest in Carrasco. He is not pitching deep into games, and I think that it is a 12-game slate. We have to we have to have some, some, some upside, some ceiling, and I don't know if Carrasco necessarily has um, the ceiling. He could pitch like Chris Bassett, though. You never know. You could chase that. I'm not going to. Um, Giants, bats, anything jumping off the page to you here for San Francisco? Uh, I, I am going to play San Francisco, Stevie. Like, just because Carrasco has been so awful, uh, just a team I'm going to stack. I don't mind getting in a little jot. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't mind getting in. Jeez, um, what's my guy's name? J.D. Davis, Schmidt, um, you know, all of these guys, Stevie. I, I want to stack them against – uh, Carrasco, it's not the ballpark isn't great, but I, I've just I've seen Carrasco get touched up. I don't think he's pitching incredibly well, and so I want I want to attack that. This is not going to be a primary state; it's more of a secondary spot for me. But I, I definitely like San Francisco today. Yeah, I hate the ballpark, City Field. Um, I mean, Jock Peterson for sure. I think that he is a high upside spot here. 
depending on who catches, um, I could play either catcher in this spot. I wish they were a little bit cheaper still. Um, Conforto's banged up right now. Love to see him back in the lineup. I hate that you got to play Wade at first base, but I could see myself mini stacking um, the Giants today. I just I wish it was yeah. in a different ballpark. Yep. Uh, any interest in the Mets bats going up against Cobb? Not really. I I, I, just, I don't I don't think he's going to get lit up, Stevie. I just don't know if the strikeout upside is going to be there. So I'm I'm out. Yeah, I mean he is such a big ground ball guy. Um, yeah, you really like if you're targeting any bat against him, you really just gotta who's the fly ball guys in this lineup, and really the only. Big fly ball guy in this lineup is Alonzo, and he'd Alonzo. probably be the guy you'd be looking at anyway. Um, yep. All right, Miami at Atlanta. No total in this game. It sounds like um, the Braves will call back up Sorica um, and pitch this game, you know, so we'll see. But that's uh, what it sounds like. Hoeing pitching for Miami. Any interest here in Brian Hoeing? No. Why not, Will? You you think the Braves are good? I do. Yeah, Homer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no interest for me in um in hoeing here. I like Sorka. Um, this is a huge prospect and it just hasn't really panned out, you know, in the majors, but the dude has big strikeout stuff. It just you're you're just waiting for it to show up. Like, when is it going to show up? Is it going to show up? Um, I mean, he gets a matchup with Miami. We'll talk about Solaire and Jazz in a minute. But, I mean, this is a guy that has the ability to strike out a bunch of people. Well, here's what happened, Stevie. I don't think we were expecting Bryce Elder to actually be completely serviceable this season. And then all of a sudden. Serviceable, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's been pretty good. And you've got um, Morton, who's picked it up a little bit. And, um, I mean, Max Free, we, st- we still haven't even got Max Free to actually rolling. Like, he just keeps getting hurt. Uh, so, I just think – t- and, of course, we got Strider. Like, I just think they just ended up not being room for him. Um, but getting the call up, um, he hasn't pitched well coming up the past couple starts, obviously. But – at 7,100, he has been in the big show, uh, and we've seen him be okay. I I think I'll take him at home because it's Miami. He's a righty. Get, a, get around uh, Arias. Get around Guriel if he plays. Get around Segura, and I think we're okay. Yeah, I mean, he just – the shoulder issues and everything that he's dealt with, you just want to see him have a healthy chance um, at pitching in the bigs. Like the 2018, 2019, 2020, around that time, like this dude was like a top 30 baseball prospect in all of baseball. Um, Huge prospect at one point. So he came up and pitched well for a while. Yeah. Um, I know he had some shoulder injury or something along those lines um, early, early on. So, but yeah, I, I like this spot for him. I, I I could see him having a really good outing in this matchup against Miami. If I'm not playing him though, Jazz has been scorching. Um, Solaire is sitting at 20 plus home runs, and you're getting him outside of Miami. 
I could see playing either one of those guys or both of those guys. Like Jazz since coming back has been on fire. He was on fire before he left when he got hurt, but he has just been crushing the baseball since he's come back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Steve, it's, it's like all three games just he's had two two home runs out of the last three hits, scoring runs. He's doing it all. Um, so I'm with you. Even playing Soroka, I wouldn't mind Jazz. Braves are so expensive on DraftKings today. Um, they are priced way up, way way up. Murphy fifty three hundred. Yeah, that, that's all back, you need to know. Yeah, I mean this goes back to the conversation we were having about you know Bido, Sorica, Kramer. We'll talk about the Millers. Um, I could <laughs> see, I could see just going cheaper at pitcher to try to make a brave stack work because i think the spot is so good you know it's so hot in atlanta it's hot atlanta as will likes to call it um yes but dude i mean outside of price they're just so good this spot's so good that i mean i, I try to make it work it's just it's really really expensive well here's the thing stevie here's what i like about this spot for atlanta today they're very expensive. Yeah. Here's what I like about this spot today. No one wants to pay up for them when you got a course game. Here's what I like about this spot today. They they they're probably in one of the better spots on the slate. I and and you mentioned the cheap pitching, Stevie. Like you, you talked about Kramer. That's another reason why I like Kramer so much today for this particular slate. He's 8,100. And I think just even talking about this particular game, I think you've convinced me to to try to get in uh, Oswaldo. Like th- th- this might be the linchpin that allows me to do some some interesting things with this team or, or building a team. Or I could take a shot on Soroka and Kramer and still stack the Braves. Like so, I, I think in some teams, Stevie, that's probably going to be a good. Um, a good uh, a good investment, and we haven't gotten to Bobby Miller yet, so I, I haven't talked about him. But like, he's going to have a good spot as well. So I, I think there's some ways we're going to be able to get creative to try to get the Braves in, even if we can't get all of the top bats together. Like the other night, I think I stacked the bottom of the Braves lineup, and they didn't they didn't hit as well, Stevie. But I got the home run from uh, Ozuna. I got the the pretty much a hit every at bat from from Harris and I got some you know a couple runs and stuff like that from other guys I didn't get the Acuna home run but I got all the other production and so I think be able to get Rosario get Ozuna and then kind of piece together you know maybe getting Harris in there as well who uh who isn't quite as expensive as as the other guys yet he's 4600 Harris Ozuna Rosario in the outfield to me are are very interesting um I don't ever want to fade Acuna but if I can get those uh, at least one or two of those bats with the Cunha and maybe Olsen, I think that can make it work for us. Yeah. Cheap pitching. Um, we'll see when lineups start rolling out. If we're, if we get like a, a cheaper, you know, value player two that pops up where we have like a 2200 or punt catcher, you know, me, I love me some punt catchers. So, all right, we got Houston at Texas. Gosh, it makes every time I have to say that it makes me like, 
rethink um, what I'm talking about. But Blanco and Gray, any interest here in Ronald Blanco? Blanco? No. Yeah, I don't have any interest in him either. Um, not against Texas. Not against Texas. So no. Uh, any interest in Gray going up against Houston? Stevie, I don't know if I can do this. Like, don't look now. Houston has turned the corner, and a lot of that's probably due to Altuve coming back. And I mean, when they get uh, uh, Jordan back, Stevie, it's going to be even worse. Houston is now kind of taking off here. Um, I like Gray. I don't love Gray. And Gray has Gray has had pockets of greatness this season, but he's also had pockets of failures. Um, he did go on a nice little stretch here. Went on the I went on the IL, I think, for a week or something that came off. I think I'm gonna let Gray sit on the shelf because Houston had, in my opinion, Houston has turned a corner. And uh, I don't, I don't want to risk. I don't, I don't think he has enough upside for me today, even at ninety three hundred. He's been one of my favorite pitchers for DFS for a long stretch, but I, I can't do it today. I think you got to pump the brakes on them coming alive. They they beat up Adam Wainwright. Let, let's let's uh let's pump the brakes. Pump them. <laughs> if John, if they if they enticed us with like John Gray at eighty three hundred here, I think I oh, play. Oh, I'd be in yeah. all right. day. He's just in that weird range where if you're trying to get some bats and you're like, all right, well, maybe I'm not going to go up to McClanahan or Paxton and I'll go down to John Gray. I uh, Listen, okay, Houston is a very right-handed heavy team. I keep talking about this, and it's going to benefit someone like John Gray. There's a lot more strikeouts in the bottom half of this lineup right now with Pena and McCormick and Abreu and Jolks. I don't hate this spot. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. But if I was playing like a 20 inch max or even a one 150, I, I would have some exposure to John Gray because I, I do think that there's there's plenty of upside in this lineup um, right now. Okay, uh, I like it. Houston bats, you know, I wish uh, uh, Tuve man or Jordan Alvarez when he comes back, he'll obviously boost this lineup. I don't love Houston in this spot. One of the reasons that I don't mind John Gray is it's really hard for me to stack Houston in this spot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I don't really want to stack Houston. I think both sides neutralize each other, Stevie. And that, that that's kind of where I am. This feels like a low upside spot for both parties. Yeah, I get it. Um, Texas, I think Texas is a potential oh, yeah. stack for sure. Um, what are your thoughts on the Rangers' bats? Oh, yeah. Love the Rangers. Another team, Stevie, that's fairly expensive. Simeon, 5,900. Garcia, 5,600. Seager, 6K. Uh, you got Haim at 46. You've got Junk at 47. This team is also expensive. Not as expensive as the Braves overall, but still some expensive pieces. Uh, but I think it's a good spot for them. 
And they're a little bit easier to fit than the Braves. So I think if I play them, then I'm fading the Braves in that particular lineup, unless I'm just going like bottom of the order completely or something like that. Um, but Houston, to me, I mean, this, this is a really good spot. I think Corey Seager has a fantabulous day at the plate against Mr. Blanco. All right, moving on. We got L.A. Dodgers at Kansas City taking on the Royals. No total in this one. It sounds like it's going to be Alec Marsh um, getting called up. Everything I've read is he's going to get called up and get the pitch in this game. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about him in just a second. And then on the other side of this game, we have Bobby Miller going up against this Royals lineup. But let's start here with Alec Marsh. Men's salary, extremely tough matchup, big strikeout stuff in the in in the minors. Um, will dare we take a shot on a guy making his debut against the Dodgers lineup because he's 4K and has shown some strikeout ability? I'm, I'm going to say this in the most non-analytical way that I can, Stevie. Tough matchup, 4K. Obviously, the Dodgers haven't seen him yet. Could he come out and get 12 to 15 fantasy points? It's, it's possible. I say we take some shots because of the price. Full, fully understand that he can end at negative 10, but also understanding that at 4K, if he gets 15 fantasy points, it could really pay off, especially if it gives you the option to pick up two big offenses and they go nuts. I think, I think the price is worth the cost of admission. It's worth the risk here. I'm willing to accept the negative fantasy point uh, option to really get get a uh, get get a shot at him at this price. Yeah, so I mean, just to kind of take baseball numbers and everything out of it, right? The Dodgers are just now getting rolling. Twenty minutes ago, uh, thirty minutes ago, on Thursday night, they're gonna they have a whole baseball game to play. Um, I mean, they're in the second inning, right? So. I mean, you're looking at another two and a half, three hours finishing the game, interviews, media, traveling to Kansas City. You're going to get there super late. They're not going to probably take BP. I mean, travel travel is something that's rough, right? Um, and this is a rough travel spot. So, I mean, you're you're coming out of cores. Now the ball is going to look a little bit deeper, like different. I don't think it's crazy. Um I mean, Kansas City's in a position where they're going to call up some of these young kids because they don't have a reason not to. Um, so, I mean, this is a guy that we knew eventually was going to get called up and give a, a, a chance this year, and we'll see how it plays out. But I wish it was a better matchup, but he's 4K. If he goes out and he strikes out five, throw some decent innings, like, I don't hate it. Um I mean, it's just, again, it's more of the thought process of the travel that makes me intrigued. The strikeout upside that I've seen in his numbers makes me intrigued. Um, So we'll see. Other side of this game, Bobby Miller, he's not worried about travel. This dude's already in Kansas City. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, All joking aside, any interest in Bobby Miller at 8,900 here? Yeah, I do. I, I have some interest now. I know the K rate hasn't been astronomical, Stevie. Only at 22% on the season. 
Um, 24% to lefties, 20% to righties. Um, but most recently, that 22%, 23% to lefties, 22% to righties. Um, just still, you know, hovering around 22%. But we've seen Kansas City just strike out at a, a really, a really high clip here. Uh, we saw Shane Bieber, I think, strike out seven. We saw, um, uh, God, I can't remember the guy before, but a lefty strike out five. We saw, you know, I think the day before that, another guy struck out struck out six. So I, I think the opportunity is there for him. I think his price is fair enough for the spot um, for us to take some shots. We, um, yeah, man, I just, the, the Kansas City lineup, they're so bad. They're last in WRC plus. They strike out 24.5% of the time. There was ever a spot for Bobby Miller to go out and, you know, have that like high upside strikeout game. This would be the spot. Face Houston last time out. Face the Giants the time before that. Um, I, we, I think we, this is a potential spot. We see him get back on the the strikeout bandwagon. Um, yeah. So yeah, ton of interest in him here. Um, Dodgers bats. Any interest in the Dodgers here going up against the young kid? Yeah, I, I think I think many stacks and. Or full stacks, Stevie. Um, the Dodgers, you know, aren't really as expensive overall as they used to be. Um, in t- in terms of um, when they had Betts and um, Freddie and and Trey Turner, like Trey was pretty much sixty three hundred. At least we get JD at fifty five. Uh, at least we get you know Smith at fifty eight. Vargas at thirty five. Muncy's 5K, but then you got a shortstop. You can get Rojas at 29. You can get my boy Hayward at 31, Peralta at 36, Outman at 39. There are enough cheap pieces to offset that. So I still think the Dodgers are okay stacked just in case Marsh comes up uh, and just does not have it together for this start. I mean, it's a it's a right-handed pitcher making his debut. Um, uh, yeah, I, I have a hard time not saying, hey, look, we need to stack this. Like, yeah. even – even if you're playing a little bit of Marsh, I think you have to have um, some Dodger exposure here. Unless you're like a single entry guy and you're like, hey, I'm just going to, this is what I'm going to do. Not something I think I'd do on a single entry team. Uh, Kansas City bats. I, dude, I got nothing. Um, I, this lineup is just not great. I, I got nothing for Kansas City today. Yep. Same here. All right, moving on. Detroit at Colorado. Yes, Detroit Tigers at Colorado. 11 and a half total in this game. The Tigers are 125 favorite. Lorenzen against Gomber. Any interest here in Michael Lorenzen? Stevie, I'm, I'm close. I thought we were, we were going to get a fast no. I'm close, but I, I think I'm going to pass. Yeah, I don't have any interest in it. <laughs> I listen. I'm just a guy. He's so shaky with his command, and uh, yeah, in this ballpark, shaky command. I just no, oh, man, I, I get it. I it's, but it's I, like you know, if this what he's game was do, in right? Detroit. If it was in Detroit, I think I would, I would have more interest. You know what he's going to do? He's going to go out, go six, strike out six, five or six. Not going to give up any runs, barely any hits. He's going to mush us today. Uh, I hope not, though. I uh, I was close, but I don't think I could do it. 
All right. Um, Gomber, any interest in him going up against Detroit? No. Right, let's talk some bats here. Um, Detroit bats. I have a ton of interest in whoever catches, whether it be Rogers or Haas. Um, either one of those guys, ton of interest. Um, uh, you know, anyone that's following the podcast this week, Andy Abanez, um, Abanez is someone that I really okay. like. Yeah, way too cheap. How popular? 25%, 30%. Um, he's going to be really, really popular today. Yeah, short, 2900 Baez is priced up. Uh, McKinstry's priced up some at 4400 Carpenter, 3900 Veerly, 35 I mean, once again, you know I'm not big on playing cores, but these prices are so good to be facing Gomber today. And Detroit's been hitting better. Like overall, I um this is a good spot for Detroit Tigers. Yeah, uh, Rocky side of this game. I mean Jones, Crone, uh, McMahon. I don't mind um, Rocky's bats here. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Pro four leading off at four K. Typically, a guy's not going to strike out too much. I don't hate him. Uh. I... Man, I wish these other guys were back. Like today would have been the Blackman spot of all Blackman spots, but he's still out. Gritchick at 4,300 has got some power. Um, you you absolutely can stack both sides of this game. It's just, it is what it is. All right, moving on. We got New York at St. Louis. Nine and a half total in this game. Pick em game. Uh, Libertori against Severino. Any interest here in Luis Severino? Stevie, I I don't think I can do it. Like, man, he, he's been getting hurt so much, and I hate it for his career. I, I thought Severino was on his way to, like, elite ace potential at one point, and the, the, the injuries have just derailed him. Um, St. Louis, typically, is not going to strike out a bunch. I uh, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, tell I, Derek, tell Derek, and just for full disclosure, Steve, I, I caught a caught a comment from Derek. Please tell Derek, inform him. I am absolutely fading cores, but I'm not, it's still a good spot. But I, you know I'm not playing court the course bats, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't have any interest in Severino. I like some of the yeah. pitchers in this range more. Um Libatory, he is just not pitch well. Ooh, I I so have bad. no interest in him. Yeah. Do you have interest in him? Oh, no. Absolutely not. I got to ask. My job. All right. Let's talk bats here. Um, he has really struggled with right-handed power bats. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the New York bats? Man, could Judge have been playing today and we could have got him at 5,100? That's my first thought. But uh, Stanton, 4,500, I think he's going to be fine. I know Donaldson. I know Donaldson hasn't been like – Crazy good all season in terms of overall. I know his batting average is terrible, but at 3,300, Stevie, like, get – I'm in and starting to hit a little bit better. Glaber Torres has been my favorite Yankee all season. He's 5K. And then Stevie, LeMahieu, 3,100. I mean, this is – I think this is a great price for him in a spot where he should be able to turn a few singles and doubles. Um, so I, I like the Yankees overall. I think it's a spot we can definitely stack this team. Daryl in chat says, go Tigers. Um, congratulations to LSU Tigers. Beat my Gators to win the College World Series. 
uh, baseball championships. So um, they beat us, man. That team's good. They have a lot of talent. They have guys on that LSU team that we'll be talking about here um, in the next few years on the morning grind. So oh yeah, that was uh, it was really cool. Um, listen, I again, I mean, I'm a fan, but I, I love good baseball, and um, Tigers put it on us. Cardinals bats here against Severino. Um, man, they've been they've been hit or miss, man. Right, hit or miss. But yeah. you got some really decent pricing on some of these St. Louis bats, um, and they've been. I've played them a couple times this week. They've been lower owned because of the struggles, but like Newt Bar is 4K. Donovan's 3,600. Yeah. I don't mind looking at least that maybe a little um, Gorman, like mini, little mini stack here for St. Louis. Yes, I am in with you on the mini stack. Any event Severino comes out and just doesn't have it today. Um, you know, typically my, one of my favorite bats is Edmund, uh, but I think they're going to bet Edmund at the, close to the bottom of the order uh, unless, unless he's facing a lefty. But I'm with you. Newt Bar, Donovan. Um, I don't hate the young if he's in the lineup with these prices. You, know, you could still get um, Goldschmidt at under 6K at 5,700. So I think overall this team's got really good balanced salary distribution uh, facing a pitcher that is definitely not a lead at the moment, and that, that is attackable. Uh, I like I like St. Louis, Louis next today for sure. All right. Arizona at LA taking on the Angels. Nine and a half total in this game. Angels are 158 favorite. We got Henry against Canning. Any interest here in Tommy Henry? No. That's a big pass for me. Um, any interest for Griffin Canning? I will note really quick uh, before we start talk- talking about this. Um, there's an injury for Corbin Carroll. It's like a right shoulder injury. Um, if you think this, they say it's not serious, but you can still get Ellie De La Cruz on some books at four to one to win the, um, NL rookie of the year. Just throwing it out there. That's all I'm saying. Um, I want Corbin Carroll to be okay. I'm not saying that it's not, but, um, I think Ellie De La Cruz has a chance either way, but I mean, if Carroll misses a week or two, it's definitely going to help, um, Ellie De La Cruz who missed the beginning of the year. But anyway, just throwing that out there. Any interest here in Henry? No, you said I agree. Any interest in Canning? I don't think so, Stevie. Like Arizona's been a huge problem for pitchers. This like a huge oh, problem. So I, I I'm not playing Griffin Canning. He'll get some strikeouts at the bottom of his order, but he's still going to get touched up today. I think I, I'm not touching Canning. Yeah, they're a tough team, man. They rank top five in baseball against right-handed pitching this season. Um, even if Carroll's not in the lineup, they're still such a good team. Perdomo's been hitting the ball well. Marte, Christian Walker, Gary L. Yeah. Evan Longoria out of nowhere has had plenty of power. Uh, maybe just not playing every day, but he's had a ton of power this season against right-handed pitching. So yeah. I don't have um, a ton of interest in canning. Unless the lineup comes out and it's it's really like a weak lineup, that would be but the only way. Yeah, but I doubt it. Even without Carroll. Uh, any interest in the Arizona Bats? Yes, do like the Arizona bats. Um, what I think, Stevie, is if if Carroll doesn't play, you think you think Pavin Smith's going to crack the lineup? I would think so. That that would be those would be my thoughts, and he's going to be because Pavin Smith doesn't strike out a ton either. So, I I like the Arizona stack as a whole. Um, Perdomo, they've got him leading off now. Marte. Um, 
Walker, Guria. Like, I, I like this whole team. See, this is a big stack spot for me for sure against Griffin Cannon. All right. Uh, LA side. Sorry, yes. lost my train of thought there for a second. But um, obviously, I have a ton of interest in like Renfro. Um, oh, yeah. If Wallach catches, that could be one of your cheap catchers that we were talking about. He's had uh, really good power numbers against left handed pitching this season. What are your thoughts here on the Angels bets? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I like the Angels. I think this is a spot for them uh, to stack this team as well. Um, like you got Trout, you got Otani. Drury's been hitting the ball well. They, they, they got Eduardo Escobar out there now. So I, I think this is an interesting team, um, but it definitely headlines with Trout and Otani and Renfro. And, and I think if you're playing cheap pitching, I think if we're kind of piecing together cheap pitching, Stevie, we can get all of these quality bats from all of these teams and uh, really do some damage. And, and, and the Angels are right there with the best of them. All right, Chicago White Sox, Oakland Athletics. This is baseball, and this is a game that we have here in June. No total in this game. Um, it sounds like Tanner Banks is at least going to open this game. He's kind of maxed out at about 63 pitches last couple times out. Don't expect him to pitch too deep in this one. And then um, Medina is pitching on the other side here. Any interest in Banks? No. Yeah, I don't think he has enough upside. Um, any interest in Medina going up against the White Sox? Oh, I think like my problem with like Medina is if I if I feel like I'm going to go down this far, I'm just going to go all the way down. I'm just going to yeah. go all the way down to 4K. Yeah. 4K, you got it. Yep, and play Alec Marsh. That's just that's my problem with him. Um, White Sox bats, dude, kind of like the White Sox here. Medina is hittable. They're kind of priced down. They are. I think this is like one of those like cheap secondary stacks that you can pair with a top end stack today and feel pretty good about what you're going to get with pitching. Yeah. Anderson's 3,900 Stevie. Very yeah. cheap. We were paying five between five and six K for him parts of this season and most of last season. Uh, you know, you've got uh burger at four K you've got, Robert at 4,700. Jimenez at 4,100. Ben at 3K. This is a good price for him today, Steve. Like, this is a spot Ben at the top of this order could, could score three runs. I, I like the White Sox. I think they're cheap enough. I'm with you on the secondary stat. Like, n- nobody on this team is really past 5K. Most are in the mid to low 4Ks and under. This is a great spot. Love the White Sox. Oakland, um, I worry about pinch hit risk here for Oakland. I really want to see Ruiz hit leadoff, um, you know, potentially getting a lefty opener here. He has been struggling um, recently. They moved him down. the. Gosh, I sometimes I just wonder what you're doing. You have a dude that's been getting on base, stealing bases, generating uh, production for your offense. And you're like, hey, let's hit this guy ninth. Um <laughs> it, it just it, it blows my mind sometimes. Why do you think Arizona moved Perdomo from nine to one? The guy's just he's, he's, he's hitting the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Ruiz was getting on base, stealing bases. He was yeah, it's just I don't know. Um, I like Roker in this matchup. You might only get one or two at bats against the lefty, but Roker, you know, he's a guy that's kind of underrated. I'm not stacking Oakland. I could see using a one-off or 
pieces of the Oakland bats, but way more interest in the White Sox side of this game. Yeah, same for me. I actually remember when Oakland was actually pretty good for a while, Stevie, when they had uh, Olsen and they had um, – what was the third baseman's name that kind of came out of nowhere? But anyway, do you remember when Oakland was good and they had uh, Chris uh, – Moneyball, man. It's it's like, man, yeah, and now Tejada, just Tejada was on downhill. that game. Yeah. All right, we finish it out. Tampa Bay at Seattle. Seven and a half total, lowest total on the slate. McClanahan and Miller facing off against each other. Two really talented young pitchers. Shane McClanahan, I think he's the top pitcher on the slate today if we're ignoring price. Um, Price obviously matters. But if we're ignoring price, um, I have him at the top of the board today. Seattle, um, ton, dude, ton of strikeouts. So many strikeouts. Below average WRC+. plus bunch of strikeouts 11k is a tough ask for all the batters that we have on this slate that's the only thing like i don't know um if i was playing cash games i haven't played cash game baseball in a long time if i was playing cash games it would be mcclanahan and another piece and then i'm i'm sacrificing a bat or two yeah i think if you're doing mcclanahan in tournaments you're for sure going down to 4k and playing marsh that's that's the only way it's like really in my opinion you're going to kind of maximize the upside because Let's just say, Stevie, as an example, McClanahan goes for 30 fantasy points and you can get 15 out of Marsh, 13 out of Marsh, 12 out of Marsh. Like, that's going to be enough, I think, to, to kind of get you there and then hope, hope that your bats do the job. I'm with you. McClanahan is definitely the top option, but I do think he's slightly expensive for the bats that we want to play, or at least the bats that I want to play. So if I'm running 150, he goes in the pool. But I do want to see where his ownership comes out at because – if he ends up at, in like the fifteen percent range or something, Steve, like I'm still I'm going over the field. Like I'd bump up to around twenty five or so. But um, top play, top pitcher on the slate by a mile in my opinion, in my opinion, in terms of skills and matchup. But the the price is bumping him down for me. That's another reason why I like Lopez a lot today. I'll note too. Um, I know you're like the king of the pick'em. This is definitely a guy I'd be looking at on the pick'em streets to see because of yeah. the tough matchup on paper. Um, I'll I definitely would be interested to see where he comes Man, in. I think it's six and a half. I think that's the number. And and maybe he gets the bump to seven and a half because Seattle's been so strikeout heavy. I would set the line at six and a half right now, just right off the top of my head. Six and a half, I'd be over. Yep. More. Um, I know he hasn't had like a big strikeout game since coming back, but man, yeah, this seems like a great spot. Yep. All right. Um, I think Bryce Miller is a very talented young pitcher. I am not playing Bryce Miller. I'm not playing really any pitcher against Tampa. No, no. Not I today. won't stack against him, though. I respect his talent. Tampa's expensive. If they beat me today, they beat me. Maybe taking a, a cheap like Parodies or Riley or Jose Siri, but I'm not going out of my way to play Tampa bats today. Yep. I'm not doing it either. I'm not going out of my way to play Seattle bats today. Nope. Not doing that either. All right, there let's play is. the morning. We could we could play the morning grind game and then we can get out of here. All right, under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today, Steve? I think I think we've got some options. I think I know who your guy is. I'm going to stay at home today. I know we haven't seen it. Give me Soroka at seventy one hundred. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to go Bido, man. I I believe in the talent. And I don't think this team's good. I like the junk that I saw. It's always good. 
Um, let's over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Give me Canny. Griffin Canny. I'm going to go Jose Barrios. Tough matchup against my Sox. Low strikeouts. Um, give me Barrios today. Over 4,000 to hit a home run today. Who do you got? Uh, give me Corey Seager. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. Give me Matt Olson. I, I had to pick somebody from Atlanta. I love Atlanta today. Top stack for me, if you can make it work. Uh, under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? Give me Tim Anderson, 3,900. Way too cheap. Yeah, I like that. Um, give me um, Harrison Bader. He's way too cheap. Um, yeah, he's like been that. great against lefties and... Bader is way, way too cheap today. Love that. Um, I don't know if I mentioned him when we were talking about the Yankees bats, but love Bader today. Yeah. Stack to score, six or more runs, no cores, no Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta off the board. Yeah, no cores, no Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of giving me a layup here, but I'm not going to take it. Give me the Arizona Diamondbacks, man. I just, man, they've been so good. So good. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Give me the White Sox. We'll see if it works out, but give me Chicago. Almost went Texas. That was my secondary. Oh, I like the Texas one. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? I would like you to get some rest. I'm going to get some rest. Uh, got a got a big season-long show tomorrow, so take your pick, and we'll start at 10 a.m. Eastern rather than 1030. Uh, myself and Britt Devine are going to be going over season-long projections for uh, for nfl and go ahead and get that out of the way some of them have already started moving so should be a good show Britt comes on with me for uh for nfl throughout the season just to kind of talk talk about the pick'em sites and so he's coming on tomorrow for season long so starting at 10 a.m rather than 10 30 eastern get in there guys um those lines are gonna move so that's gonna wrap it up here for friday Appreciate everyone hanging out over there on the YouTube chat. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Uh, Derek in chat says McDowell for the sneaky win this weekend. I mean, it's definitely sneaky in the books. And if you listen to Running Hot podcast, then you know I am on McDowell this week. So there you go. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. We'll be back Monday talking baseball. We'll see you then.